Pedders' new world-first vehicle weight matrix software. Know your weight at pedders.com.au. Very nice to have a man that's just been uh, inducted or so said to be, who's going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame very shortly. Gordy Tallis joins us. Gordy, we've got a lot to get through, but first things first, congratulations on your nomination into the Hall of Fame. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it was, uh, it's pretty surreal. I suppose it was an honour just playing the game and, you know, mucking around with your mates on the weekend. And then uh, to be nominated, I thought that was fair enough because um, they haven't done it for 100 years. So um, there was about 9,000 players that all got thrown into a big barrel and they spun it around and I was lucky enough to have my name called out so uh, it was pretty cool it's a lot of vision to look at of 9,000 players isn't it <laughs> yeah. who did yeah, that well you know mate um, well uh, my great mate Paul Kent played that one game so I had people like that covered you know but um, no but yeah I mean it's sort of um you know, Sam, like I know you're involved with AFL, but they do it so well and they recognise all their past, past mm. players. And as rugby league, we've been pretty humble and don't do it enough. So I'm glad that there's going to be some more immortals and the guys that have inspired all young kids, you know, to get out and, you know, whether it is in sport, but go out there and try their best and have a have a go in life. Getting to last night's games, Ricky Stewart, a really happy camper as he always is last night. This is what he had to say after the Raiders went down by four points. We have too much noise. We have too much or too many people around them not letting them do their job. And for one, the bunker. The bunk, bunker is a waste of time. That was Ricky Stewart last night, uh, Gordy, after a lot of contentious decisions went against the Raiders. Has he got a point? Have we reached a point with the bunker where we've just seen it make too many mistakes? We saw it in Origin with the Dane Gagai trial. We seem to see it every week. Have we got to a point where we've just got to start again with that because it's not working? Well, if you go back 10 years, they're getting way more decisions right than they ever have. And if you go back before they had video referees, you mate, you couldn't tell because there was never a replay. You just went on the referee's decision mm. and said, oh, well, he must have got it down. So, yeah, they're getting more right, but they still get them wrong because it's humans and humans make mistakes and there's rubbers on the end of pencils. But it would be frustrating. I, I got a bit frustrated watching the Broncos game last night when Penrith got five or six straight penalties just before half time and it was like they were trying to even it up. We didn't like the way the players were breaking all the rules so the referees tried to clamp down and then they go by public pressure and start letting the game flow again and then the players start putting their hands on the ball. The Broncos gave away, like Milford gave away three or four penalties last night because Penrith were on the hunt. So what do you do? Do you let them do that and you don't see any points and it's a real slow play of the ball and they call it the cage and they want to have a 10 second play of the ball. That's what they do. When I was playing, it was two seconds. So players are breaking the rules. And I'm sort of torn on this because I don't like seeing penalties and I like seeing a game of rugby league, but I don't like, you know, I like seeing sides get a fair chance to, you know, throw the ball around and attack the way they want to play as well. But it's not only the bunker, our, the, the touch judge, he got it wrong as yeah. well. And, and I get the whole yeah. human error thing, mm. but if there's human error on the field and then there's also perception, uh, different levels of perception in the bunker, yeah. what, what's the solution? Are we ever going to get it right? There used to be, you know, like a video ref at every game and it wasn't consistent. At least they got the same guy in there and you'd think that they would make the same decisions. We saw in the we saw in the state of origin there's a penalty try and then in the same game they don't they send one to the bin, they send you know, they give a try, they don't give a try, one goes to the bin, one doesn't go to the bin. I think at the end of the season we need to overhaul. Um, I think we need to take the mics off them and not hear what they're saying. Back when I was playing, there was no mics. And the players are running in, so the players are starting to run in and do all that stuff again. So I think we've got to sit down as a big collective group and the coaches and make sure that they don't coach it in the off-season because it's easy to get out. You watch the state of Oregon. Even though there was a couple of decisions that went against, I thought, Queensland, but there was a few decisions that probably went against New South Wales, mm. if you were New South Wales fan as well. Um, 
but we just got to try to tidy up as much as we can. Well, there was definitely no lack of performance for the Broncos last night. Across the park, uh, they were much better than yep. they have been. Uh, I said to Sam this morning when we got in here, that first 40 minutes of the Broncos game is the best they've probably played um, all year, Gordy. What do you put it down to? Uh, Wayne made a few changes during the week. He put Boyd into yeah. the centres, Asako uh, to fullback. He put Lodge on the bench, who was fantastic as an impact player. Uh, is this a masterstroke from Wayne, they're calling it? Oh, no, look, I think it was just attitude. You know, the Broncos come up an origin period and they come up against the Warriors side that was desperate they got embarrassed by Penrith so the Penrith performance from last night the Warriors had the week before against Penrith but they were coming off the test series when they had Tonga and Samoa playing and they went over to Denver to play in a test match against England so around the rep period we're going to see where sides you know come in they're a little bit tired because um, obviously the amount of rep players that they have and then the Warriors turned it around against Brisbane and they needed to and then you watch Brisbane, I think, just getting embarrassed and losing games, Margot, because Brisbane haven't been that great of late. Mm. You know, they've scraped home against a few sides. This young forward pack that Wayne's talking about, which I've got huge reps on myself. Oh, it's massive, um, we're isn't gonna it? We're going to have a real... Yeah. Pangai yeah, Jr., gonna, you know, has yeah. lodged. We hope you enjoyed the Triple M Dead Set Legends. Catch them Saturday mornings from 10 on Triple M. And if you missed the show, catch up with just a tap on the Triple M app. Brought to you by Pedders Weight Matrix. See pedders.com.au.